Hello, you guys, and welcome to the Embody Your Soul podcast. I am your host, Alexandra Shelley, the modern medium, and I'm absolutely honored to have you on here. Whether you just found me or you are a regular listener, thank you so, so much for supporting the mission and supporting the sacred space that I am creating. And the mission of this podcast is to, again, create a really sacred space for us so we can discover how we can tap into our divine self through spiritual connection and best practices. If you haven't already, make sure to give me a follow wherever you love to listen. Now, I apologize, you guys. I'm going to get real honest here. I have not been hyping this up enough. So if you leave a review and you screenshot it and then you DM it to me on my Instagram at themodernmedium underscore you will get a free 20-minute reading. Now, I really don't do this often. I don't like subscribing myself to a lot of free work that I feel like won't serve me. However, this is just for you guys, just for you listeners. So you guys who come on here and you take the time and you take the energy to listen to me and hold space for me as I create a space for us, I want to give you guys a beautiful, sacred 20-minute reading. This will be you and I, spirit-held, spirit-led, and I will also be using Dr. Stephen Farmer's Oracle card so we can get really to the meat and bones of any questions and just tap in and play and I'll guide you through a beautiful brief meditation. It will be amazing. I am so excited to meet you if I haven't met you already. And again, take advantage of this, you guys. I would love to serve you in this way because you guys mean the world to me and your reviews do so, so much for the podcast. So anyways, there's my hype up because I really want to give you guys some readings. Like, what are we doing here? Anyways, so sorry, I'm like literally sweating. It is so hot in LA. I die. Anyways, I am also starting up my soul circles again, which are another opportunity to get to work with me in a group setting. These are weekly online hangouts. Eventually, I would love to do in person. And this is where I guide us all through a spirit-held and spirit-led meditation. I bring up any messages that need to come through. And we will discuss a very focused topic. So actually, on Monday, we discussed support. And it was absolutely stunning. I pulled a few cards and it was amazing. The energy was so high vibe. And also what I do after the soul circles is I create a very temporary soul circle chat on Instagram just so you guys can feel supported. You guys can share anything that came up that we talked about, share any signs or share any messages that you feel like are coming through for the week. I would love to be your high queen. I would love to be your cheerleader. And of course, if you haven't already, make sure to give me a follow on Instagram at the modern medium under score and on TikTok for all the silly fun. It's the same handle. And when you are ready and you feel called to simply book a reading with me on my website at the modern medium, 
Co. I was like, wait, what's my website? I am so silly. And each reading is catered to diving deeper with you. It's not just a one-off reading. Those honestly don't serve me. I am here to honestly kind of coach you and really guide you and support you because this shit is no joke. This is life-changing stuff. And I want to be there for you in in the way that I feel like not only can serve you really, really well after the reading, but actually serves me best. So anyways, when you are ready and you feel called to book a reading my website and I cannot wait to serve you and work with you and meet you. So anyways, before we dive in, I'm going to let you know this episode is lightly to honestly completely unedited. This was a channeled episode and my master guide Ishmael took the lead and this is about finding soul connections. I, oh my gosh, I can't even begin to tell you these last couple days have just been so mystical and magical. Like I've been on another universe with spirit and I'm so grossly, disgustingly humbled and honored. And I really, really cannot wait for you to listen to this. Part of me is kind of nervous because I'm like, oh my God, I didn't really edit it. Is it going to make any sense? Like there's probably going to be some whatever. And Ishmael was like, don't go in and edit it because you're going to dilute it. You're going to dilute the message and you're going to think too much about it. And that's also just rule number one when it comes to channeling. Like you cannot think too much about what is being said, what's coming out of your mouth, what's coming from pen to paper. And this is my case. And I'm really, really excited to share my work with you with Ishmael and Ishmael's words. And I I'm just really excited for what's to come with him and I. I just feel like him and I are going to do many beautiful things together with books and seminars and talks and retreats and just so many ways to serve you all. So thank you for holding space for me again as I continue to show up in this way and hold space for you because I'm so deeply passionate about this. And again, I'm just going to kind of tell you that and we're just going to launch right into it and let me know what you think. I'm really excited to hear your feedback and what resonates. Wow, guys, thank you so, so much. I feel so euphoric right now. I just feel, God, the spirit energy in my body right now is really intense, really high vibe, and I'm just so honored to be here. As you can tell, you can definitely tell by the sound of my voice. I just feel amazing and I apologize but also I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I live next to a daycare and there's this amazing man that comes at least a couple times a week and plays music for them and there's drums and he has a guitar and the tambourine and it's just the cutest thing in the entire world and it honestly brings me so much joy so if you hear it in the background I'll just take that as my spirit guides playing. So anyways I'm really looking forward to this discussion is something I actually just kind of thought about this morning during my meditation on the beach and I'm actually I have like a layout of how I'm going to discuss it but I'm actually going to really really let spirit lead this conversation so this is about finding soul connections now what does that mean what does that feel like 
how can you begin to build soul connections and how do you know if you found a soul connections i will get into it and i will again allow this conversation to be very spirit led and i'm really really excited about this topic because i'm finding that a lot of people are receiving support and community through maybe the wrong people they're investing in a community that still is wonderful, still is well-meaning, but isn't serving them or has outgrown them. Maybe people are having a hard time letting go of certain friends, a certain relationship, whether that's romantic or platonic or even educational as a mentor or teacher or colleague. So I'm here to just give you my pieces of wisdom and what I've learned in the past few months of really building and honoring the process of finding my soul family. And it is absolutely worth it, I'm telling you. And again, thank you so, so much for being here. I'm really excited and let's just get right into it. Okay, so beginning with the most important question of all, what is a soul connection and what does it feel like? A soul connection has various idiosyncrasies and various avenues of how they can be described. A soul connection is someone that you have known in a past life. You have equated yourself with them, whether that was in a relationship of romance, a educational relationship, as a student and teacher, a mentor, a colleague. It could also be a connection that is of a friend or even a neighbor. What's really fascinating is in the soul connection, the way it is brings no question to mind. No one is having to dance around the subject. You just feel really present and you have this sense of comfort and peace with one another in the way you interact, in the way you make eye contact. And there just really isn't any dancing around the subject. It's just existing and it's just there. So that's what's really beautiful about soul connections is you also both just know Sometimes it is spoken of in conversation. It's brought up between the two of you or how many people that you encounter this soul connection with. Or it's just this quiet, tacit agreement, which is also really powerful and really beautiful. Now, soul connections can also be where the two of you have these parallel experiences, whether they be of joy or actually of tragedy. These parallel experiences could be exactly similar, whether it be a kind of trauma you experience or the nature of the environment or the situation you encountered, or whether it be you guys have encountered the same kind of magic that is weirdly similar. You encounter a miracle that is just hard to describe to one another except each other. 
that is also another definition of a soul connection. A soul connection could also simply be, as many put it, you can spend days, weeks, months, and years apart, but there's no meaning of time with this relationship. It simply is. You come back together like nothing ever happened, like no time has passed. You can be old and gray and haven't seen each other in 80 years, or you can just pick up right where you left off after a phone conversation. And again, with this soul, com- the soul, with this soul connection, there's just only peace and only good. And when you know when this soul connection is forever, you just have this feeling. It's just this deep, deep inner knowing. And one of the many blessings when you come to God, when you come to Christ consciousness and experiencing a soul connection, you just know that you'll be together forever. You just know that you've reunited. It doesn't feel like you've just met. It feels like you've come together again. Whether you are, as they call, quote unquote, in tune, or you are just simply witnessing the magic the magic that you haven't experienced for the first time or the magic that just feels so new. It's like meeting a puppy for the first time. Abundant, abundant joy. Now, a soul connection, what it feels like, hmm, a soul connection carries a lot of power and strength You honor your time as very sacred, whether it be a phone call or meeting in person. You feel incredibly safe with them. You don't question their motives. You don't question their being. They just get you. And this sounds very heavy-weighted, but you really trust your life with them when you feel a deep, deep soul connection. Because when someone understands you on the soul, and I'm not talking about the mind or the heart, but on the soul, there's just no question that there is safety honoring this being in your being. It's really, really quite something. Now, soul connections can be very mistaken when it comes to lust and meeting someone that really trigger points what your desires are in terms of unhealthy relationships or unhealthy boundaries that really, again, they come on as trigger points of what you're used to. This can be very harmful when you are not aware of how your boundaries are being played with, how your soul connection is actually really non-existent. It's happened to me many times when I think someone has my best interest in mind, but it was really just me not having strong enough boundaries and getting really too attached. You know when it's a soul connection, when it feels like peace. You know when it's a soul connection, when 
they are a sacred space for you. And you know they are a soul connection when you feel like you can just be unapologetically yourself. And there's just only the witnessing of the magic that happens between the two of you. You truly feel like you guys were meant to be friends. You were meant to have them on this earth with you. Now, a very important point that I will get into is not every soul connection is meant to be for a lifetime. Soul connections are incredibly important for your path, your growth, your healing, your evolution. And that's what's really hard when it comes with soul connections because there are soul connections that only last a few years or even a week. Now, when you realize the seasons when it comes to the soul and the ever-changing nature of God and spirit, that's where you'll find a lot of solace and a lot of, I don't necessarily want to say understanding, but you will just find a lot of healing and a lot of contentment, a lot of comfort in that because then you feel like you're no longer shirts. Then you feel like you're no longer then you feel like you're no longer searching, you're just being, you're allowing, and you're allowing yourself to really create and honor and observe these beautiful boundaries, these beautiful paths that you have created, that you have walked on, that you have treaded on. But then, of course, the beautiful gift that God has given us as humans is not only the gift of free will, but the gift of your intuition. That is the activator of God and spirit. That is what is the most important part of when it comes to creating and building and recognizing and nourishing these soul connections. So how can you start building these soul connections? Well, first it begins with you as really mostly everything does. And I know a lot of people just want the quickest way to many solutions, but this one, this one takes a bit of time. I will say that there are, of course, soul connections that you meet the moment you're born or from a very, let's say, when you are young and you are walking life as a little one. Now, of course, soul connections change so much, but at the same time, they change very little because there's this constant thread of the soul of this, there's this constant thread within souls of this deep steadiness within self, within the higher self that is connected to God, to spirit, to Christ consciousness. Now, the part of the soul that changes is when it learns lessons, when it molds to another space after it's left a new one. The soul is ever-growing, ever-evolving, again, like our relationships, just like our bodies, just like our eye color. Even though you may think your eye color changes, even though you may think your eye color never changes, In fact, it does. And that's something really, really beautiful about the human body is the 
just purely the color is evolving with the temperature outside, with the brightness, with your mood, with the way your heart's beating, with your blood pumping, with how your muscles are holding your body together, with how your joints support you. It's rather fascinating. So how to build soul connections. It begins with yourself. It begins with you observing and getting incredibly curious. What is my soul? What is the essence of my soul? Well, the essence, to just strip it down to the bare bones, our souls are completely naked. Our souls, envision our soul just like a little light body. It's just a sweet, amazing, bouncy, effervescent, unlimited light body. And you come to this earth so pure as a baby. You really do know what your soul is when you are a baby. That's why they're so intuitive. That's why they're so emotional. That's why they look at you. They're reading your energy. However, when you grow up, you are learning, you are absorbing, you're taking in information that's not yours. And a lot of life is absorbing and shedding, absorbing and shedding, learning, unlearning. And that's the beautiful part of building soul connections is as painful as the process may be, you are genuinely building your soul with every moment you walk this earth. It is so incredible. And building your soul connection with yourself It begins by really honoring and nourishing your needs. They can start really, really simple. Do I need more sleep? Do I need more water? Do I need a friend? Do I need sunlight? (laughs) Do I need movement? Your soul has needs. Your soul needs can also be, wow, I really need a hug right now. Hey, can you just listen to me? I'm talking to you. Hey, I've been waiting. Hey, I really love this. Can we do more of this? Listening to your soul, and I know this isn't as easily done as it could be said, But when you are healthy, and by healthy it means eating the way that nourishes your body deeply, acting, speaking, thinking, co-creating with yourself and God and your environment that serves your soul, that is the best way you can honestly listen to your soul. That is the path. That is when you are completely connected to Christ consciousness and spirit. Because you're just in the flow. You are in this state of euphoria, but really that euphoria is peace. 
oftentimes we mistaken euphoria as this high, which I guess technically it could be stated as a high, but really euphoria, true euphoria, God-given, graceful euphoria is when your soul is just in complete harmony with your human self. You guys are co-creating your experience. You're co-creating this life with God and spirit. So building a soul connection, I guess to even get a little more specific, it requires deep reflection. It requires deep honesty. It requires the truth. Those things, of course, don't happen overnight. It's a process. And you have to also honor how long it takes to get to your soul. It's okay. You need to honor that path because no matter how resolute you are as to what you want and how intentional you are, you have to surrender. You just have to. When you try to control your soul, it just slips away like sand because it resists control. Control is merely a human egoic concept. It's not of the soul. Of the soul, yes, there is courage. Yes, there is decisiveness. Yes, there is speaking your truth. But the soul is not aggressive. The soul is not impulsive. The soul is not imposing. The soul is kind. The soul is loving. So again, when you listen and you observe, that's quite literally an act of love to your soul. So begin to build a soul connection by listening, observing, getting brutally honest with yourself and your needs and what serves you. Ask the questions that may scare you, but you know in the end, they are ultimately for your highest good. That was a little long-winded, but I'm not sorry about it because it's so necessary. Now, how do you begin to build with others? <sighs> this requires patience. This requires devotion. This requires time. This requires you just, again, really paying attention to how you feel around this particular person. Do you feel expanded? Do you feel at peace in their presence? Do you feel like, again, time is not a concept between you two? You guys have reunited after hundreds of years or in this lifetime, of course, <laughs> you guys have reunited after a year of being apart. And it takes effort. Love is a verb. That is definitely something I learned from one of my favorite authors, Dr. Scott Peck, from his book, The Road Less Traveled. Love is effortful. 
And love is, of course, one of the many beautiful strings of a soul connection, if not the main. And love takes you out of yourself. Love requires you to reach over whatever capacity that is, whether laying your hand on their shoulder or, of course, we're getting modern here, shooting a quick text. Nurturing a soul connection is also nurturing yourself in terms of what are your boundaries for that moment and that day? What are your boundaries? And making them clear with that person. Simply by saying, hey, I'm really exhausted. I want to give you my full attention tomorrow. Can I do that? And there's this beautiful mutual understanding. Sometimes. Not all the time. But at the same time, there isn't really a lot of argumentation back and forth. At least, at least with what I've encountered with my personal soul connections. There's this deep understanding. There is this unspoken compassion for one another. You just know. And I guess that's not the most straightforward answer. And you may be thinking, okay, that doesn't help. But it's just this deep inner knowing. And again, intuition and soul speaking to you doesn't always make sense. Oh my gosh, my right leg is tingling a lot. (laughs) Intuition, God, the divine, this ever-knowing presence that lives within us and around us is not logical. In fact, it really defies logic. So that's why it takes time. That's why it takes patience. That's why it's full of effort. Because it's a practice. It's a devotion. It's honoring. And again, you're expanding. When it is a soul connection, it is expansive. You learn. You are growing and you are becoming a better version of yourself. And when you feel that with that person, not in a way that feels obsessive, envious, jealous, or needy, or some kind of attachment that is one-sided, but really this process, this dance between you two, again, whether it's a romantic connection, a friendship, a teacher, a colleague, It's this beautiful effort between you two to just be patient with one another, to move at the pace that honors you and honors them, to meet them where they are, to accept them where they are. Also a really fun way that I've experienced soul connections, one of my best friends, I always try to check in at least once a week with my friends just to see how they're doing. And I always, you know, say, you don't need to get back to me right now. I just want to let you know I'm thinking of you. And every single time, 
this friend and I chat, we just have this deep inner knowing that something's wrong or we just needed to hear from one another or we just knew that there's something going on and no one's telling each other because we've been busy or, you know, we've been really caught up in the whirlwind of life. And it's just so funny and it's just so incredible. I remember months ago when I was going through a really, really big rock bottom. It was truthfully when I came out as a medium, my whole world flipped upside down. She texted me that day and she said, how are you? And I'm like, I'm not good. And she's like, I had a feeling. I just knew I needed to reach out to you. I don't know. And honestly, that's just one incredibly simple yet profound example of we are honestly reunited sisters from many, many lives. We have been sisters and friends for many, many, many lives. It's just this unexplainable knowing and thread between one another. It's that feeling that you are just so connected. You don't know why. You don't know how. You may not have anything in common other than the love that is between you. And that is one of the most beautiful parts about a soul connection. Because not only are you a student of them, but you're a teacher and vice versa. They are mirrors They are friends, they are mentors, they are lights, they are paths, they are your hand, they are your stepping stone, they are your cheerleader, they are your friend, and whatever friend in whatever capacity that means for you. So I guess I kind of answered it, but how do you know if you found a soul connection? I guess I'll give a very clear example, one with a soul sister and one with my romantic partner. With my romantic partner, when I first met him, I just felt so at peace. And if you guys know me well, or if you don't, and I'm sure you've discovered it, you know, when following me on Instagram... I am a very high energy person and for a lot of my life I was functioning more in the manic, anxious energy and love has been fun. It has been very silly and full of adventure but man has it just taken me on a ride for so many years and I thought love was supposed to be manic and you can't sleep at night, you can't think about anything else but them. You are dying over when they're going to text you next. But boy, was I wrong. And I'm so happy I've been proven wrong. This love for me has been a slow burn. This love for me has brought out the best in me. This love for me is constant. It's reliable. It's steady. It's strong. I feel so at peace with this person. And an example is whenever we have a disagreement, I always know whether it's just not worth it because it's just 
love is just so much greater than arguing over I'm just going to shoot a random example that's never happened, but you know, arguing over dishes or food or a decision. But also, I just knew that we would just overcome it because we just love each other. I don't even know if that makes sense, but it just feels good. It just... I'm never questioning anything. I never questioned him the moment I met him and throughout our time of dating and then becoming, I guess you could say, quote unquote, official. And I've never questioned his love for me. I've never questioned his intentions. I just know that he is a soul partner. And he is so here on this earth. And we have been you know, we have been in this relationship for many lifetimes. It just feels so familiar. So again, not sure if that even makes concrete sense, but at least what I know so far, that's what a romantic soul connection feels like to me. Now for a soul sister, we... This friend calls and I stop what I'm doing and this call is an important part of my day because it's sacred. This friend will love me at my lowest and celebrate me when I'm at my highest. There is no competition between us. There is just all spirit-led life force energy that we are building and co-creating together on our path. We are dear sisters and dear friends from many, many, many lives ago. And we just understand each other. And we have a huge age gap. She's in her 50s. I'm in my late 20s. But... We're just soul sisters. She's just one of the most important people in my life and she'll be one of my lifelong friends. But I also know I've had a soul connection where every time I would describe her to someone, whether that's a friend or a colleague or a family member, I would say we were meant to be on this earth together. But this soul connection was temporary. This soul connection was vital for my soul's growth and evolution. I don't foresee a future in my lifetime with us joining together again. But I'm very content with that because I needed her for many years. I needed her to be, honestly, it sounds really corny. It sounds really corny, but she was my shepherd She was my guide. However, I think this soul connection was a huge lesson in terms of how boundaries can be crossed, where expectations can lead to judgment. And what I mean by that is having an expectation for someone to do something or act a certain way or become a certain thing is not met, then they immediately disown you or they judge you. 
And there's nothing wrong with that person. They're not a bad person. But that's just a lesson that needs to be learned when it comes to acceptance of the being, acceptance of soul path, acceptance of growth. And like I said earlier, acceptance of the seasons of life, the seasons of the soul. And I wish this amazing, amazing person the best. I cannot wait to see them do incredible things in this life. But I'm not sure if we will unite again. And that's okay. I still highly, highly respect this person. I still highly and I still absolutely adore and admire the work they do out in the world. Again, it's just the foreseeable. Again, it's just the foreseeable future for us. I'm not sure. Maybe another lifetime. And that makes me happy and I'm okay with that. So, anyways, this was a long, juicy conversation. And before I end this, I have to give credit to where it's due. This conversation was channeled by Ishmael, my master guide. To thank you, Ishmael, for this beautiful magnetic conversation. Thank you so much for this incredibly Christ consciousness, divine spirit, light led conversation between myself and my listeners. It means the world to me. Thank you so, so much. And I hope this resonated. I hope this is what you needed to hear today in this moment. Of course, if you have any, any questions at all, or if anything resonated with you, feel free to DM me on Instagram at themodernmedium underscore, or email me at hello at themodernmedium.co. When and if you feel ready to book a reading with me, simply go to my website, themodernmedium.co. And I am so excited to not only play in the magic of spirit energy with you, but help you build co-create your soul connections, whether that is with yourself and with your spirit team and with your community and with your world. You guys are so amazing. I love you. Make sure to follow this podcast wherever you love to listen. Make sure to leave a review, DM it to me, and you will get a free reading, of course when and if you feel called to I never want to force it I always feel so funny but I guess I shouldn't anyways I love you guys deeply this was a very sacred conversation for me and practice for me to channel my master guide on this podcast and I will see you guys next time